Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fran Coaches Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your podcast host. Today, we are going to talk about why someone might want to become a franchise owner. Most of the episodes so far, what we have discussed, um, some of the topics have been about just general franchising, uh, the different parts of the Fran Coach process. Plus, of course, we have heard directly from franchisors and franchise owners, all of which these are great things. Um, and there'll be much, much more of this to come in the future. But none of that really matters if someone does not have the why behind becoming a franchise owner. Uh, so we're going to take a deep dive into uh, what that why looks like and, of course, why it is important. But before we dive into all of that, let's first tell you who we are. Francoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning ne nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. Our goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Um, so, so that's us. Let's talk a little bit about the why. So not to go all Simon Sinek on everybody, but um, it really does start with the why. Um, if you don't have that, there's really no point in looking at this. But what are some of the reasons why somebody would look at this? Um, now, do keep in mind a, a good percentage of the folks that we work with, not all. So if you hear this, don't feel like you fall into that. That that means. But but they are typically folks that have um, had, you know, 10, 20 plus year careers working in the corporate world, uh, working for somebody else. I've been in leadership positions, directors, regional this, uh, senior that, VP, whatever. Uh, so folks that have been very successful, but again, running some a part of somebody else's business. So when we talk to folks, and usually kind of in the first and, and definitely second phone call, as we're starting to build out what somebody's ideal franchise model and owner role would look like, we really do want to understand why? Why are we even talking? Why are we looking at this? And some of the things just kind of give you an idea and then we'll go into more de detail, but words we will hear a lot, flexibility, freedom, financial gain, whether that's be able to make more money, build wealth, equity, exit strategies, control, um, legacy, uh, something of your own, working for yourself versus somebody else, a chance to build something from scratch rather than just being a part of something. Um, the fun one we hear a lot is, is you know, no more corporate BS. Um, Work-life balance, uh, the ability to make, be the decision, final decision maker. Um, those are just some of the things that, that we hear. Now, where does, this, where, where does this come in? With the franchise, do you have uh, flexibility and freedom. Well, yes, to a point. Can you, as an owner of a Subway franchise, decide you want to stop selling sandwiches and start selling women's shoes? Heck no, you don't. Um, do you have some flexibility and freedom within those business models of a franchise? Absolutely, you do. Um, and sometimes that flexibility, uh, freedom, control, they can kind of roll in together with the work-life balance. Um, are you going to work hard as a franchise owner if you are, especially if you're a full-time owner? 
yeah, you are. Um, more than likely, you've been doing that your whole life for somebody else, which is part of why you're successful. So it is logical to think that you are going to do it for yourself when you're working in your own business. So yes, you are going to, you're, you're going to work hard. That's who you are. But more times than not, those, if you kind of just literally counted hours, somebody's working in the corporate world, uh, we all like to, to, you know, kind of hear the kind of badge of honor. Oh, I worked 80 hours a week. Oh, I worked 100 hours a week. Frankly, some of that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but but the majority of times people have actually worked more hours per week in a job um, because there's kind of the, the pressure to do so versus the pressure of building your own business. But you also have the flexibility and freedom to be able to work when you want. Um, so does that mean um, as a business owner, when I'm done recording this, I'm going to go pick up my son from school? Yep, sure am. And I love the ability to do that. Once we get home, will I, will I still mix in some more work during the rest of the day? Abs absolutely. But I have the ability to do those things because what is most important to me is being able to have that that time, flexibility, and freedom to take care of my family, do the things, be around my family, my friends, my loved ones, um, those type of things. For me, part of my why is that flexibility and freedom. Um, so that comes up quite often. Um, the flexibility and freedom within the business to make the decisions. Um, hey, we need to really analyze how we are, our three different, say, marketing strategies. And as the owner, you get to make that final say on, on how we're doing this. Are we making any adjustments? Whatever that might look like. In the corporate world, no matter what your position is, you're more than likely not the absolute final say. Um, the control to work as long as you want in that current role. As an employee, we don't have that. Um, it is very rare that somebody works one job works there for their entire career and then decides when they want to when they when they want to retire that just that's very you know leave it to beaver-esque type of type of thing that just doesn't happen anymore as a business owner you get to control that um the that's where again kind of that that work-life balance the ability to to really build something from scratch. Now, it's not completely from scratch from a franchise standpoint. Your unit is from scratch. Um, you're still following and following that overall plan of the franchise, but you get to build that. Um, your income, we're kind of back to the financial gain a little bit as, we, as we're building, right? Think, think of that. Um, everybody has different goals for two numbers, how much money we want and how much time we want to spend getting it. There's no wrong answer with this. So, but whatever that is, you have the opportunity to build your business up to it, to, to take home what you want out of the business. Um, there's no ceiling on that. So if you are in a corporate job and you're like, I'm working too much, I would happily take a little less money to work half as much. Good luck with that conversation with your, with your boss, because I got a, I got a hint. It's not going to go well. Um, they're just going to show you the door with your business. If you're okay, making a little bit less than maybe other owners in your, in your franchise, but they, that number meets your goal. And it's, it's also meeting your lifestyle goal. There is nothing wrong with it. You have built, you have control over what you just built. 
Now, on the flip, and again, let's be honest, that's there's not a ton of people out there going, well, I don't want to make a lot of money, but that really is a possibility. And there's some of the happiest franchise owners I, I've ever met are actually in that almost kind of bottom half of their particular franchise and how much money they're making. But it hit their goals of how much money they wanted and the time they spent. They built it to that. They had control over that. Now, the flip side is, at your job, work harder and make twice as much money. Not really going to happen. There is a ceiling on us in the corporate world. There is no ceiling on us in the ownership world. So as an owner, could one unit of a particular franchise meet your financial goals? Absolutely. But maybe once you've hit those goals, you're like, hmm, maybe there's a little bit more. So we look at ways, again, your control to build this and continue to build. Um, do we add on more staff? Do we take on another territory or another location? Uh, do we add on further to that? Um, you have the ability to continue to grow the business, to grow essentially kind of your empire. You want to go crazy? Um, and we're in the middle of a three-part series uh, on scaling right now and how to do that. And so maybe that's multiple locations. Maybe it's multiple territories. Maybe you add an additional franchise. You'd be amazed at how many people own multiple brands. Uh, I've got three of franchise number one. I've got two of franchise number two, and I just started one of franchise number three. You really, again, have the control to build that type of type of business and that type of empire. Um, then that, that falls back to, frankly, one of my favorite ones for this is the legacy. So as I don't care how great of an employee you are, you are not going to just automatically be able to legacy your vice president position to your kid when you're ready to retire. As a business owner, you can. You can have them involved in any way, shape, or form, whether that's the McDonald's owner that's going to have their teenage kid um, start out by making French fries. Awesome right? Uh, be able to do that. Be able to eventually be involved in the business and whatever that looks like um, and eventually take it over. We cannot in any way, shape, or form do that as an employee, but you can as a business owner. Um, the other piece of legacy that I think is important, um, and frankly, I don't know that I even realized until to, to becoming a business owner and, and as, as my seven-year-old started to grow and be a little bit more aware of things, um, our kids now get to see there is another way. There is nothing wrong with um, people and certainly how I was raised and, and, and a lot of people out there was raised in the mindset of go to college, get your degree, go get your job, work till you're 65, get your pension and your gold watch. Uh, okay, well, again, that doesn't happen very often, but there's certainly nothing wrong with going to, 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 get, to get an education, get a degree, get a couple degrees, go work for somebody, go have a career. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but our children, when we are owners, they also see there is another way. Want to go get a degree, degree, get a job? Awesome. If you want to do something on your own, there is a way. Whether, whether it is our kids come into the business we have, Maybe it inspires them to do something on their own, uh, whether it's a startup, a franchise of their own, whatever. We're actually giving them another path and educating them on more ways in which 
they can create their path in their future. Um, and to me, that's the, that's one of the, the coolest things is as a, as a father um, and a business owner, my son knows go do well in school, go get a go get a degree, go get jobs, whatever. But he also has another path. And so when you think of the why behind this, if you heard any of those things, I would love more flexibility. I'd love more freedom, love more financial gain, income, wealth, equity, um, that ability to have an exit strategy of eventually selling the business down the road, um, just overall more control, uh, work-life balance, something, building something of your own. If any of those things resonates with you, then this is something we should be exploring. Um, doesn't mean that franchise ownership is going to be the right path for you now, but those are key thoughts, key drivers, and key whys behind somebody would ultimately become a franchise owner. So with all the things we've talked about in process-related, just general franchising, again, our franchise owners we've talked to, our franchisors we've, we've interviewed, um, and we're again, we're going to definitely continue to do that. But I just really wanted to stop and go back to the absolute beginning and and again really not not to, not to steal from our boy Simon but it really does start with the why and if some of those things we talked about are your why then we need to we need to talk further so anyway I hope that is helpful to again why somebody might be looking at this and, and why we should kind of get engaged in the process so I thank everybody again for joining us for another episode of the Franchising 101 podcast series. And we hope this will help enlighten those interested in franchise ownership or wondering if they should be interested in franchise ownership uh, to some of the amazing possibilities that are out there, some of the reasons why we should look at this. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, hopefully you will, if you have not already, uh, subscribe and follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and don't be shy. Leave us a review as well. We'd love to hear from you. If you would like to learn more about potentially becoming a franchise owner, if one of those whys resonated with you, then click the link in your podcast window to schedule a call, or you can find us online at francoach.net. There's never, ever any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe. And we look forward to connecting very soon.